two, three, four, one, two, three, four, bass blast, bass blast, bass blast. Welcome, Katrina, to Bass Blast number two. Thanks. Good to be here. Longtime listeners will recognize Katrina from our first, I guess I want to call it season as the Bayesian Conspiracy. It was, was it two years that you were with us? It was at least a year. And the most popular member of the Bayesian Conspiracy to this day. I have brought you back to talk about Logan's post on Less Wrong, my model of EA burnout. And I thought you would be a good guest for this because you are in those spheres and you try to do altruism effectively. I do try to do altruism effectively. We'll see how that comes out. My Model of EA Burnout by Logan starts with, I think that EA burnout usually results from prolonged dedication to satisfying the values you think you should have while neglecting the values you actually have. First are the true values that a person has. Things like power, novelty, social harmony, beauty, comfort, the well-being of others, excitement, personal longevity. These were Logan's personal true values. Uh, Logan says that one day I learned about global catastrophic risk and became alarmed. It's common for a very similar thing to happen when someone transitions from soup kitchens to global poverty and animal welfare. There's an exponential increase in stakes accompanied by a corresponding increase in the fear of lost value. Have you found this at all to be true, do you think? Yeah, sure. But it's it's kind of hard to conceptualize those higher stakes. Yeah. So it just feels like really big number. Yeah. Logan says that new cause area has me very focused on just two of my values. In the case of global catastrophic risk, it's well-being of others and personal longevity. I'm assuming for you, since you're more on the animal welfare side of things, it'd be closer to like compassion for all beings or well-being of others. Yes, well-being yeah. of others. It's it's a very similar. And um, selfishly, I, I guess I do care about a better world for myself and my children. Yeah. So Logan says, I come to believe that I should value the following, and then lists some should values, such as impact, collaboration, calibration, empiricism, and again, the well-being of others and personal longevity. The new values correlate with original values. Impact correlates to the original value of power. Collaboration correlates with social harmony. But these new values are routed through the new strategy and are not necessarily plugged into their correlates. I think this sounds pretty reasonable because once people start trying to take effective action in altruism, they do start valuing these sorts of things to be more effective. Yeah, maybe so. I have always really valued empiricism. I think that's one of my true values. I just love, I love accuracy and I love evidence. So it wasn't a big leap for me. The next section is, what exactly are these values? Logan says, they are things that motivate a person to choose one possible action over another. If I value loyalty over honesty, I will readily lie to help my friend save face. If I value both equally, I may be a bit paralyzed in some situations. When I choose to stay in and watch a movie rather than run errands out in the cold, that's my comfort value expressing itself. Values are the engines of motivation. It sounds reasonable to me, but I haven't like seriously interrogated my my thoughts on this. The, specifically that they're the engines of motivation? Yeah. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Why Why do you do things? It's because of the values you hold, right? Exactly. Like, what else does it mean to have values, really? Right. So Logan says, it's one thing to recognize that a version of you who strategically prioritizes collaboration will be more effective at accomplishing goals that you really do care about. But it's another to incorrectly believe that collaboration directly motivates your actions. And this leads to the burnout. I bet collaboration really motivates you. Just would... knowing you as a person. Ah, well, thank you. Definitely being around other people and interacting with them. Collaboration is great because then you can be around people and do things together. Well, thank you. Um, burnout. 
It is common for people to be effective altruists because their true values have some overlap with the effective altruist values. But if I am wrong about what I value, then I will mismanage my motivational resources. Chronic mismanagement of motivational resources results in some really bad stuff. That bad stuff being my career, my social connections, and my daily habits and routines all aim to satisfy my should values while neglecting my true values. As a result, my engines of motivation hardly ever receive any fuel. Gradually, I find myself less and less able to take any actions whatsoever, not at work, not with friends, not even when I'm by myself and could theoretically do anything I want. I can't even think about my work without panicking. I'm just so exhausted all of the time. That's terrible. I've been in situations where I've been asked to care about something that I just don't care about, and it's incredibly difficult to get work done on those topics. I think that if you have those should values, you can ideally internalize them to be your true values. If they're things that you really believe in. I don't know if you can. I think that's Logan's main argument here that Mm -hmm. you can't really internalize them, at least not just by force. Just trying to force the values will lead you to run out of motivation because the things that actually motivate you are being neglected. But the things that actually motivate you are still there. They're still at the base of it. So you really care about the well-being of others. Collaboration doesn't have to be your value for you to use collaboration to get to where you want to be, right? Yeah. You can have a base value and then collaboration is a tool. Yeah. But the um, well-being of others is just like one of the values and the values like beauty and comfort and power and novelty might not be getting satisfied. And so you're running on much less fuel than you need to really run effectively. That's fair. That's why I always wondered about the earn to give thing that EA used to be a proponent of. Yeah, that could drive a lot of burnout. But I'm also thinking that the vast majority of people work in jobs that they don't particularly like with the goal of having the stability to live their lives. But then that is working directly towards all the things they want in their lives, like hanging out with friends and watching football games and playing video games, whatever it is people directly want. And a lot of EA people seem to make their entire life about the EA thing, like all their friends have to be in the area and they give up on video games and they just feel like terrible, (laughs) unproductive people if they aren't working directly on the thing. That's fair. I've definitely had that thought uh, in all areas of work, especially in nonprofit work. Nonprofit burnout is a big thing. I didn't yeah. realize that. Oh, it's it's huge. People talk, have talked about it all the time. Um, there's been a ton of work on burnout in those situations. Have they come to similar sorts of? I mean, the results? conclusions are you conclusions, have to take. Thank you. <laughs> the conclusions are you have to take time for yourself. I don't know if you've gotten to Logan's conclusion yet. Yeah, uh, let's see. There are ways to prioritize world saving without deceiving ourselves about what motivates us. I think it's possible to put skill points into collaboration, for example, even when you're not directly motivated by a drive to be well calibrated. I also think it's devastatingly dangerous for most of us to be incorrect about what really drives us to act. If you're in this for the long haul, build a life in which the real you can thrive. And then from the abundance of that thriving, put the excess toward impact or wherever else you would like for it to go. That just seems like really good advice. I think people shouldn't be ashamed to say that like what really drives me is seeing great movies that I laugh at or getting laid or dancing Mm -hmm. or eating wonderful food or seeing France, you know, like whatever your thing that drives you is, don't be ashamed of it, grab onto it, and then 
with the energy that you get from having a thriving life, you'll have excess to put into the other things that you also care about, like animal welfare or catastrophic global risk. That makes a lot of sense. I actually feel inspired. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because what drives me is seeing bumblebees. Aww. I love them. Bumblebees are amazing animals. Uh, So I just have to make sure that whatever I do, I still have the time to see bumblebees. And maybe I can organize my life and my work around seeing bumblebees. Oh, that's amazing. I didn't realize that was a major driver for you. Yeah, they're so cute. I call them my bumbles. You have all those pollinators in your front yard now just for the bumblebees, huh? I mean, I like all the pollinators, but bumblebees are very round. Yes, and very furry. (laughs) They're the most adorable of the pollinators. The last thing I wanted to end with is as a personal shout out to Wes. Wes often says that uh, this whole 10% giving what we can pledge guideline is kind of bullshit because the philosophy, if taken seriously, really does mean you should dedicate your entire life to the thing. And I think that, uh, Wes, no, this is exactly why there is that guideline to prevent people from doing exactly that thing and suffering burnout and having both terrible lives and failing to contribute to the actual effective altruistic stuff because they're too burned out to keep going. Maybe. I think you should probably donate more than 10%. <laughs> okay. Many people you do. You should just also make sure you have a good quality of life. Yes. If once your quality of life is really awesome, you can donate more than 10%. Absolutely do that. All right. Makes sense. We can uh, shake on that compromise. Hell yes. That's everything I got. That was an interesting take on burnout. Um, value-based. It gives me a lot to think about. Thank you for joining me. Thank you. Have a good day. <laughs>